Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast, hosted by yours truly. It's Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? We have Jaime Rivera back on the podcast, uh, and we are talking through what ended up being a kind of botched uh, Instagram live feed. Uh, we got onto the call. Uh, we were able to talk to one another just fine. However, for a lot of viewers, pretty much every viewer, really, um, the video feed was very pixelated and messed up. Uh, but to the few of you who did stick around, uh, still provided some questions to our Q&A, and at the very least, uh, enjoyed enjoyed listening to our conversation. Thank you so much for sticking around. Uh, obviously, this right here is the audio version of the podcast, so you can enjoy the conversation right now using whatever podcasting app you're on at the moment. Speaking of our conversation, we do talk about a number of things from this past week. Not only do we do a quick check-in from wherever we are during this lockdown era, uh, but I wanted to give some thoughts on the Xiaomi Mi 10 Pro. It is the next review that I have coming up for Pocket Now, and I give a few thoughts as to why I really enjoy this phone, uh, and you can look forward to the review over on the Pocket Now YouTube channel. After that, we finally get into some discussion about the upcoming iPhone, uh, rumored to be something like an iPhone 9, an iPhone SE 2020 perhaps? Uh, uh, we don't really know what the name is going to be, but we talk a little bit about whether or not iPhone 9 actually makes sense as a name. And then after that, we talk about iOS 14 and how it might actually behave a little bit like Android in that it could have widgets now. Uh, and that actually ends up being a conversation between Jaime and myself about app drawer or no app drawer. After that, we do get into a bit of a Q&A with the few people who are in the Instagram live. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, if you are new here, thank you so much for sticking around and thank you for hitting that follow button no matter what podcast app you choose. And with that said, we're going to go ahead and get into this episode. All right. Well, we've been recording our audio, so I'll just sync it up in post. Um, and yeah. I will say a um, couple of housekeeping things I wanted to start off with. The first thing is um, our review of my but our review of the LG V60 ThinQ did just go out. Yeah. And I, I just want to give video, one. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing I'm trying to do. I wonder if anybody out there will know what I'm talking about here. I'm a big fan of IGN. And I actually enjoy their video reviews on games and whatnot. I like that they pretty much headline each section of the video review. So I love that too, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I'm trying I to do to something do that, more like that. I used to do that years ago, and then I, for some reason, I just stopped. Yeah, the... Um, when it comes to the Pocket Now reviews, it's all scripted because that's the only way I feel like I could actually get that done the way that I want to. Um, yeah. So I figured, you know what? I'll just section it out. It's not going to be display design performance. It'll actually be like a story where there's yeah. sort of headlines to it. Yeah. Um, but there's oh, one thing I wanted to put out there. Apparently the live is clear now. Freaking finally. Let me check on my <laughs> Sweet. God. Beautiful. All right. I, I still see green. Well, still see green probably, pixels all over. It'll probably go in and out, to be honest. Yeah, it's like loading and, uh, well, let's just keep going. What other housekeeping yeah. do you have? Okay, so in regards to that video, um, there is one person I wanted to extend a, a little bit of gratitude to. Shortly after that video went live, if you remember in that video at the beginning, just to get ahead of the comments, because I know people will, will mention things that they notice, uh, my eye was puffy. And I was like, before you say anything in the comments, I'm going to say it. It's like, my eyes messed up. I don't know what happened. So, you know, just let's move on. Um, oh, my God. There's someone... this guy, uh, Alex Toussaint, who does Peloton classes. He's always like, I'm going to call myself out before you do. 
<laughs> pretty much and that was what i was kind of doing like i was like can i should i pin a comment or should i just say it and i just turned around hit record and i said it someone emailed me shortly after that video went live and was actually afraid for me because his wife was reading medical stories about how puffy eyes and conjunctivitis are early signs of covid oh, so out of an abundance of caution his wife his wife and he were like oh email jv right now so I'm fine. I've been checking my vital signs ever since that happened originally. I just want everyone to know I'm fine. Um, obviously, if something does happen, you guys will all be the first to know. You know, so, um, so yeah. Dedi- uh, just a little bit of gratitude to to that person. I just wanted to make sure I gave them a shout out. The name is Paul. I'm not gonna say the full name. I'm just say Paul. Paul. Thank you. Um, um, okay. Uh, well, let's just hope you're healthy, buddy. Uh, I've heard so many things about COVID symptoms. Um, like I've been dealing with allergies ever since I came back from CES and they come and they go, they come and they go. And by the way, the reason why, if you can actually see our video, it's kind of hard to be in focus because did you get the camera update for the S20 ultra, by the way? I did. And, um, doesn't really seem to do much. I'm I'm just (laughs) going (laughs) to, so I just finished my, uh, filming. I'm actually editing right now. Pixel 4 XL versus S20 ultra. And that was a very interesting video because I had to do it without the update. Mm. And even without the update, I, God, I, I, God, I really wanted to love the Pixel. <laughs> well, we you might know. have, uh, we might be having another Pixel to enjoy a little bit later on, but those are obviously rumors, and that's what we are going to talk about in a little bit. One final thing I want right. to get to before we start with our topics. After all, this is like the check-in at the beginning here. Um, I get that every single week we are in this whole lockdown quarantine situation. Every single week we end up having different... Sometimes our habits might change in terms of what we do to spend our time. So I think every week to begin an episode, we can give a shout-out to a couple of things that we're into right now that other people might like. For example, in my case... Uh, PSA for anyone, any Netflix viewers out there. One of the greatest shows of all time is now on Netflix. It's called Community. <laughs> so, oh. if you've never watched Community, go watch it. It's a great binge watch. I'll just put that. God, out there. everybody, everybody that I know and their mother is like doing so many binge, so much binge, <laughs> uh, uh, like series. I was never a series guy. Like I didn't mm. watch Friends. I didn't watch How I Met Your Mother. I. I don't get me wrong. I like okay. So you're gonna laugh. There's only been one show that I ever followed, and then I just had had to stop because I was realizing that it was depressing me, and it was Grey's Anatomy. Oh, <laughs> because yep. because you know it's an ER thing, and so it's like every every day somebody's dying, somebody is like you know it's 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 such a mess every single time, and so. I was like, no, I need some positivity in my life. And so I don't need, like, I have enough drama right now with COVID-19. So yeah, I indeed. don't need any more in my life. If anything, <laughs> I've been, I've been uh, trying to read some books, though. I've, I've failed at it. I, I've, you know, I've done fitness. Uh, I was able to get a, a bike on loan from the gym. Now I was finally able to find resistance bands. Um, yeah, I was finally able to find resistance bands at the gym, got myself a mat, have been, uh, considering, um, well, I do the Peloton live, uh, the, you know, their classes. Um, but I was also thinking about trying out Beachbody, which does like resistance band training. Yes. Um, And it's like a hundred bucks a year. 
Yeah. Uh, don't isn't P90X free right now though? Isn't it in like the National Library of Videos or something? Oh shoot! I would totally take it. But P90X yeah. also, I did P90X, and they're kind of mad. I know it's Beachbody, but, but like, um, like some of their, some of them was some of it was res- with resistance band, but it was mostly with dumbbells. And mm. you know, I it's funny. I went to a Walmart. There's a Walmart here in the city, and. I was like, I'm not going to pay that for dumbbells. You guys are mad. Like, no. Like, it's just, it was too expensive. I'm like, forget it. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Like, uh, make sure to right. keep busy with whatever you guys want to do. Uh, a couple of people were saying, like, have you seen this show or that show? I will say Scrubs. Yes, absolutely. Great show. So I will say that. <laughs> before, before you get started, I have read around 20 comments asking for the S20 Ultra battery drain. Are you having any issues, Josh? I have not. Um, I use the S20 Ultra a lot, let's put it that way, and I've never noticed a fast drain. Neither. Neither. And I'm, now, on, uh, and I'm on the 90 hertz. So. Uh, oh, you did the 90 hertz uh, update? The change? There was a change on 90 hertz? Or whatever the so high refresh rate you, is on this. You have to ha- you, it's 120 hertz. You have to have 90 hertz. Um, oh, okay. Okay, so um, we don't have Exynos chips, guys. Sorry. Mm. Is that where it's coming from, the battery drain? Probably. And everybody complains about battery on Exynos chips. I don't know what to tell you there. (laughs) Yeah, indeed. Um, But yeah, Uh, not not a whole lot there. If we we find out anything about it, we'll we'll let you guys know for sure. Um, But uh, so for our first thing, I just wanted to make sure to hype up uh, what content is coming up pretty soon. Uh, My next review device or review for Pocket Now that I'm working on, I'm actually in the middle of doing it right now. Uh, A... Okay, so I do real-world camera tests over on my channel, but obviously we're in the quarantine age, so it's what I call the work-from-home camera test on the Xiaomi Mi 10 Pro. Now, mm-hmm. I will admit to having... Xiaomi always... I'm always excited for a Xiaomi phone, personally. And I think it's when the Mi Mix line started to happen that I kept thinking to myself, wow, every time Xiaomi has something to talk about, I'm looking forward to it. So now I have this phone here, and this thing is this thing is pretty beastly, I'm not going to lie. I'm um, sad. I'm sad that I'm not in New York to be able to claim mine. Mine is there waiting uh, for me. And by the way, for some inside baseball for all of you, that's part of the reason why you're seeing me a lot more on the channel is because I'm reviewing a lot of these things since I have the devices. So I may have stuck in Latin America, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, Not unfortunately. Like, <laughs> oh, fair. <laughs> Meaning that you just can't get your stuff. <laughs> I, don't, I, I can't get my stuff, but I don't think I want to be in New York right now. True. That's true. I agree with that. Um, but yeah, I, there's a lot about this phone that I'm already enjoying. And one thing that I want to point out that I think is a little bit unique to Xiaomi phones is the way that they handle their camera app. Because mm-hmm. there are a few modes on here that they really encourage you to get creative. Like, for example, if I go to the video mode, and this works on any lens, even the front-facing lens, there's this, there's this button up here called Movie Frame. And when you hit Movie Frame, it literally adds the black bars so you can create a very highly cinematic frame. Interesting. And I did that this morning with um, when I made my pour over coffee. I made I did like this really cinematic cut of me making my coffee, and I'm looking <laughs> forward to putting it in the video. Um, on wait, top wait, of that, wait, wait. So one of the comments is like, "JV, now I have this phone here. LOL. We're all seeing pixels." <laughs> Oh, that is true. <laughs> Not bad. It's the Mi 10 Pro I'm talking about, bro. Um, 
So, okay, basically the way to, the way to put it is if you're used to 16 or even 18 by 9 video, this is actually even more than that. It's like 21 by 9 aspect ratio. So it's so it's very highly cinematic. It's theater-like black bars on the top and bottom. But even on top of that, there's this V button at the top, and it's the vlog mode. And this was already in the last version of a Xiaomi phone. Mm-hmm. I adore this mode. I'm not going to use it this time, but I did use it a lot uh, in the last phone. It's basically like it'll make a 12 second quick highlight reel, but it will guide you on how to use it. So for for each clip, it tells you do this motion or film something else or blah, blah, blah. And it will put the effects in itself and it turns into a 15 second highlight reel that can go right onto IG stories. Oh, it's that's, really that's, dope. That's insane. I'm, I'm yeah. going to look into it. But I have no Xiaomi phones here with me right now. <laughs> I enjoy this thing a lot. And um, the Mi 10 Pro, there's a lot to like with it. I mean, the thing is, though, with a lot of phones that we're seeing right now, like, obviously, all of them have, like, the high spec. We can expect it now. Um, I think uh, if I can just double back to the LG V60, I've said it a couple of times before. Right now, as of right now, because we don't know what's coming in the pipeline, um, as of right now, it is the cheapest 5G phone mm. with those high-end specs. So How much? $899 with the, the dual screen. Oh, the V60, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, the V60. It's just, so, God, God, the V60. <laughs> <laughs> what are your, okay, so I like your review and I like your your approach to it. It's just, is it just me or like, like the Ultra was already a behemoth. Like, mm-hmm. it was already like, if you want to buy a truck, like, don't think about a small truck. Think about the largest truck you can buy and you've got the S20 Ultra, but then you've got LG coming like, hold my beer, dude, here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, it is, it's the, a big phone. The V60 is a big phone. <laughs> big. And then you snap that case on, I'm like, I am not going to be caught dead with this thing on the street. <laughs> I... I do think, and that's the reason, you know what? That's the reason why I actually love the price point. It's super aggressive for what it is. Oh, because, yeah. 5,000 um, milliamp hours, 8K video recording. Yeah, you can't beat that. So when you look at the dual screen case, it's not it's not a game changer. It just is an extra layer to what exists. Which, so you, it's up can to you, bundle, to, which you can bundle pretty much for free. Exactly. So um, it's up to you to actually put it on. So my whole thing, I remember the one part in the in the video I really wanted to drive home is don't go looking at this thing as a foldable, even analog. Don't even look at it as an alternative. Yeah, but, but that's not what LG tells you. LG tells you that they came up with foldables before everybody and they've got the only full, successful foldable product out there. And I'm like, that's not entirely accurate. I mean, if your foldable is going to be thicker than a MacBook Pro, then you're kind of defeating the purpose of why you would want a phone to fold. Fair, though, in the interest of fairness, um, they can say that just as much as Samsung can say they have a hundred times zoom on the back of their phone. True, which is completely... <laughs> well, but the point being is, you know what? The, the, the ending premise of either one of these arguments is that they're both useless. <laughs> like a hundred a hundred X on the Ultra is completely useless. And then at the same I know I know guys, we have issues with the video stream. Don't blame us, blame Instagram. It's still gonna be an audio podcast eventually. We can't do anything about it. We've tried it four times and I need to get to work after this. So <laughs> I, like here's the thing. We the the biggest problem with the S twenty Ultra is so much overpromising that mm-hmm. most some of it doesn't deliver. And yeah. it, it, it fails on certain essentials. 
then but then like in this comparison that I write that I did right now and expect it I think it's gonna go live probably tomorrow with the pixel um oh my god like you know regardless of where the ultra fails uh in like focusing and things like that dude night mode selfies on the ultra are cannot be beat mm. it's like night literally like literal pun intended it's night and day like no room for comparison dude the s20 ultra selfies even before the update are literally like i don't think you, you would take forever to be able to meter a camera a standard camera to be able to do what that phone does mm. Okay. If you use if you use the night mode selfie mode, like even mm -hmm. if you've got like partial light and shadows in your face and everything, like the pixel will like create this like plosh of like reflections, and it's literally what the pixel is like if you didn't shower and you've got this like uh, you know uh, it's like me with my shiny forehead syndrome. The pixel only augments that, whereas the ultra, dude, my skin looks as old as it is i'm like damn this phone doesn't help out at all <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i could totally see that and the um i guess if i were to put the two features close like uh, up against each other 100 times zoom space zoom let's call it space zoom versus dual screen case i would say and i know it's not a fair comparison but those not are the two comparison. Not a fair comparison, but the, these are the these are the features that are um, above and beyond on these phones. Is what I mean. Yeah, the selling so, points. The selling points. You will find more ways to use. You will find more situations where you actually like using the dual screen case than you would with the hundred times zoom. So that's the reason why I, I kind of. I, I would totally way. agree with you. I would totally agree with you. If here's the thing, what does the I want you to think about this? Have you ever used the bridge keyboard on an iPad or? Or, never owned, okay, never so, owned an iPad. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Please buy one. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> the bridge keyboard is literally like two clamps that'll hold the tablet and then provide the keyboard. The biggest problem, dear pocket now, can you work on improving the live stream? Yeah, sure, dude. You got somebody on Instagram I can call? Uh, <laughs> what do you want, guys want us to do? We can't, we can't fix it, sadly. Um, so here's the problem. I, my problem is the back of the case, where it's like it adds so much added thickness that's completely mm. unnecessary. I don't need another means to charge my phone with that magnetic clamp thing. Oh. I just, I don't need that. Uh, and so I feel that if they, it, yeah, I already lost mine, by the way. <laughs> oh, no. I was so scared to me, do that. What do you want me to do with it? I already lost mine. And so... Uh, think about it. Why couldn't they come up with like this sort of like attachment from the top and from the bottom that would clamp uh, and not give us that whole back? I, I could understand we're not engineers and they probably did that for weight and for a sturdiness. Those all or those are all good things. But you know what the problem is? That it doesn't change the fact that it was bad implementation. That implementation was just as bad as this live stream right now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> a nice analogy. We, we had really good intentions and then the whole system just backfired on us. And so I'm not saying the idea is not good. I'm saying it's probably a little too ahead of their time if they can't come up with a better design. Fair. And we're on version three now. 
So. Dude, we try, we tried to pin a comment. It doesn't work either. You know what? Let, can, let me try. Let, let me try to do it on I mine. Think you just have, maybe you tap try the to, comment. Let me try to do it on mine because I think I can only pin our comments I, because we started the okay. live stream. Okay. And then earlier I said hold the comment. I think it's just tap. Just tap the comment. Yeah. And it'll. Yeah, but keep going, buddy. While I type this. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. We're on the third version of the dual screen case at this point, and hopefully they will find a way to streamline it a little bit. But the V-line has never been about streamlining. It's always been about, like, excess. <laughs> if you just think back to, like, the V30 or the V20. I remember V20 with that metal, the, the just the metal casing on that thing was nuts. I just remember how, how crazy that thing was. Um, so I don't really put it past LG to find a way of streamlining it, but we're not going to get it right now. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do think though that for a lot of people out there, and I, I do listen to commenters when they make it very clear that things like camera and gaming, while we focus on it a lot, because that's just where we are as reviewers, it's actually not as important to many general users. They just want a good everyday phone. And if I'm thinking of a good everyday experience, I actually think that the V60 is not a bad deal whatsoever. Oh, I, I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad deal. I think that it's a good, yeah. I think that it's a good product regardless. Uh, I, I'm just saying don't use the dual screen as your selling point. The good thing is you can just simply unsnap it and not use it if you don't want it. Exactly, which is the other reason why it's not really a foldable, so I don't know where it... <laughs> right, right. No, it's, 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 so this is the reason why I'm saying why do you print 100x on the back of the s20 ultra if that's the least you can use and why do you try to make the the v60 look like a foldable if it's not yeah indeed and also um just you know we're, we're kind of all over the place in this first part but if you can notice i'm not in focus right now and i'm on the s20 ultra oh same dude <laughs> I've, I've been out of focus forever but that's only you and me can see that because only you and me can see each other oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. just like just letting people know, even though that update came in, doesn't quite it doesn't quite mean that it fixed everything. So it's not an end all be all solution. However, yeah. uh, we do have another topic to talk about. I will put us into a quick break. Um, so let's go ahead and do that. What is on everybody's mind right now? Um, right now, it's obviously. I mean, the comments even say it. Everyone's talk everyone wants to talk about phones that we don't even have yet. Phones that we don't yeah. even have any it's all rumors and and speculation and all that stuff. But I will say an iPhone SE returning might actually be a good time and I'm looking forward to it cuz I never did have the first SE. I didn't have the first SE either, but the iPhone 8 was probably my favorite of those versions of the iPhone. Mm. So where do you land on this whole idea that they might not uh, it's, is it really a good idea to call it iPhone 9 right now? Like, it just... <laughs> I don't really see the point. Uh, I think that they should. I mean, why not? Like, in the end, why would they call it SE? Uh, well, they already did SE once, um, mm. and they kept it around for years. I, I mean, mm. I think that that, that that number was... Like, I, honestly, I don't care about the name. I know that there are... It's funny where a lot of people are like, why should people care about a design that's six years old? And I'm like... You'd be shocked at how many people still want that. Like, how mm. many people look at the iPhone uh, 11 or whatever, and they're like, they're like, I want my home button. Like, it's not about yeah. the old design or the price. Some people really just want a very good, sturdy tank that they're used to, and they want their home button. They want a bit like the other day I was at my barber in New York, and he still has an iPhone 7 Plus. 
And so, dude, he did an Instagram story of us, like a, a boomerang that we usually do every single time. And dude, like his story looked like trash. Whereas I do it on the 1111 Pro, it looks so crisp and clear. It, you know, a lot of technology has changed. So some people really want newer specs on, old, on that old design. They're willing to pay for it. And here's the thing about it, Josh. Think about what we're going through right now. How many people do you think are going to be buying an iPhone 11 Pro right now? You're like, right. People, that, that is, like, that is a right good point. Now, right now, in addition to the fact that I'm out of focus in the camera as well, because I'm currently <laughs> on this Ultra. Uh, I know, dude. The transmission I know looks horrible. It's the, it's the worst. Um, think about it. Who really wants right now? in the 11 Pro or an S20 Ultra. Nobody, people right now are, well, I don't know what's gonna happen in the pipeline for the next couple of months uh, mm -hmm. for, for the economy or anything, and whoa, my phone just broke, or I'm having issues with this, or I need to buy my kid a phone. The iPhone 9, iPhone SE could not come soon enough. It needs to launch now because that phone is literally what balances the market. That phone is what forces Google to become creative with the Pixel 3a. That phone is what forces OnePlus to go back to its roots and keep a phone for a year in order to be able to drop the price tag. It's what makes the Poco phone exist. It's what makes mm. all these companies like Xiaomi be aggressive about the price tag. We need phones to be inexpensive right now. Right now, the have you seen the prices for gas right now? No, actually, I haven't Dude, driven in a week. <laughs> two, $2, $2 gas, $190. It's like wow. here in Honduras, fuel has never been this cheap in years. A lot of things are dropping in price. And right now, I feel from plane tickets where you can fly for 20 bucks between places on high-end airlines to right now people need inexpensive phones. And I, I like this, like if Apple takes any, like, I feel that their launch of the iPad Pro right now was a mistake. I feel that nobody's going to buy that product, that they probably did that as a stock strategy where they were like, well, we were planning to launch it until WWDC, but you know what? Let's launch it now because we want our stock to remain up. And I think that if Apple launches the iPhone 9 or iPhone SE now, it's going to be a hit because people want to refresh that iPhone SE now. It's already due for a refresh, man. It's been in the market for what, three years? Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, and that was a while ago, and that was before I even was able to move outside of Android. Uh, and so, and, and we have a comment, we have a comment right here that says, iPhone we will still be, iPhone SE will be expensive, nothing beats, beats the Pixel A series. Here's the thing. Uh, my son used the Pixel 3a for weeks, and he loved it to death. He, he had the larger one. He dropped that phone once, and it does not work anymore. And so well, what's the price of that Pixel 3a? I mean... Yeah, the 3a was... It was three ninety nine, right? When it, when it first came out, and yeah, the the thing is, the rumors are saying that the iPhone SE or nine or whatever the case may be will probably be around three ninety nine. Also, like, do you see this as Apple's response to the A line to the to the to what they, can be a Pixel four A? Dude, it's it's a response to many things. Again, some people really want their old iPhone design. Some people just do. They want their home button. They don't want yeah. Face ID. Some people really want that. Some people really want killer battery life, and they want that design with a great camera. And the iPhone 7 or iPhone 8 are not the solution. 
Like, you know, like a, a lot of things have changed. And so right now we like let's for, I don't think Apple's trying to answer to anybody right now. I think that every single company is trying to figure out how to remain afloat. Did you just see this these Samsung phones that launched yesterday? Uh, I'm trying to look for the information. Dude, there was one of the one of these phones was like a hundred bucks. Oh no, really? Sorry. Dude, one of these phones was like 150 bucks. Uh, hold on. Um, key, let me let me look I'm for this. To run, I would I would type to find it, but I have like the loudest keyboard in existence, so I don't. <laughs> I don't yeah, Samsung Ga- Galaxy A41 announced for 299 euros, which is 324 dollars. It wasn't a a series. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but this is one of the announcements. There's another one um, that we covered yesterday as well. Okay. Um, and so, you know what? That is a that is a really good point. Like, because I I actually watched a few videos come out when the start of all these lockdowns were happening, and one of the biggest tips that people had: take care of your stuff. Like, you're you're not going to be able to get things repaired. You're not going to be able to go places to get things fixed. So tell me about are, it, dude. My iPhone 11 Pro is dead. My my screen just out of the blue went white. Fully white, like like Touch ID. Sorry, uh, like uh, haptic feedback. Everything still works, but I can't operate the phone at all, like at all. It's just a white screen. Just a white screen, and here we go. That's so crazy. here we go. Galaxy A01 to Galaxy A71 5G, and so the A01 is. Listen to this. 5.7 inch Infinity V, two gigs of RAM, 16. Uh, 16 gigs of 16 gigs of storage expandable up to 512. Rear camera 13 megapixels, 2 megapixel depth sensor, front-facing camera 5 meg- megapixels, 3000 milliamp hour battery, but wait for it, price tag $109. Wow. $109. Then you got the A11 for 179. Then you got the A21 for 249. Then you got the Galaxy A51 which literally looks like the S10 uh, Lite. That one is three ninety nine. Okay, dude. Like, and it's got an infinity punch hole. It's got uh, one hundred and twenty eight gigs of storage. Like, dude. Oh shoot! My God, it's an <laughs> infinity. Uh, like, wow. This A fifty one. Listen to this. Six point five inch full HD plus infinity. Oh, super AMOLED. Super AMOLED. Not any IPS LCD like what you get from the iPhone. Four gigs of RAM, one hundred twenty eight gigs of storage, expandable up to five twelve. Forty eight megapixel primary. 12 megapixel ultra wide, 5 megapixel macro, 5 megapixel depth sensor, 32 megapixel front facing camera, 4000 milliamp hour battery. This is like dear iPhone SE hold my beer for 399. That's good. I do like that. That is a really good spec sheet for a phone. I like I, I I I love I love when people in the comments come over and say budget Samsung phones are trash. Guys, they just got announced. Grab one and let me know what what it's like after you try it, all right? Then you've got and this the, might be, they, and then this might be got, the cynic in me a little bit. Uh, but I feel like all these phones are going to be really coming out. Just like you were saying before, it made me think of this. These phones are going to be coming out not just for the people who want to buy a cheaper phone, but for the people who break their current phones because <laughs> right, it's going to happen. Right, right, okay, <laughs> okay. And for for somebody that's asking here, can you do an after the buzz on the OnePlus Seven Pro? You know, it's funny. I d- I've done so many videos on the OnePlus Seven Pro and the Seven T Pro. And they like it's like if people don't care about that phone. You know which phone people care about a lot right now, and that's the after the buzz that I'm doing over the weekend. OnePlus Seven T. 
It is right here, even if you can't see it because we're pixelated. That is the video that I'm doing because this is oddly my favorite OnePlus of last year. I mean, the 7 mm. Pro was just the behemoth of a phone. And then yep. it's like a, it's like if OnePlus scaled back, it was like, you know what? Why don't we just stay, stick to our roots? And we grabbed that OnePlus 6 design that was so thin. And let's just go at it. And the OnePlus 6 7T was my favorite device. Uh, and so, Very all solid right. Device. Old flagship phone, lack of updated security protection. That's a good point. That's that's the biggest problem. So there's also a Galaxy A51 5G. That one. So wait. So if you want that same A51 with a 5G chip, that's 4.99. Try to beat oh. that. Then, there's the cheapest 5G phone out right now. There you go. Uh, it's most probably just going to be sub six, but regardless, it's the same thing with LG. It is only sub six, I believe. Well, I have it on T-Mobile, so yeah, sub six. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember them offering a Verizon variant. I don't think so either. Well, no, they yeah. did, but it was going to come later. That was what it was. Yeah, yeah. And so A71 5G is five ninety nine, and then the specs go even crazier. So, dude, like this is where companies need to go right now. We need affordable, great phones. And if, like, you know, we're about to get the OnePlus 8 lineup, which is going to be announced next week, and we're definitely going to come back next week to talk about it, hopefully with a better live stream. But I'm really hoping that they do something smart about the price tag. Because mm -hmm. OnePlus phones have gotten, have gotten more expensive over time. And either they do a play where they keep the 7T for another year, and this remains a great phone. Dude, Snapdragon 855 Plus... It is yep. fast AF, 90 hertz refresh rate. You know, it's got the same cameras as the Pro. And right now, what's the price? Like, this phone is, is really affordable. And for me, it's like the perfect balance. Not too large, not too small. Uh, a taller aspect ratio, actually, over most other phones. And if they price this phone aggressively, this is probably going to be the way to go. Unless, I don't think they're going to do it with an 865 with an X865 processor. Like, uh, like I don't think the OnePlus 8 and OnePlus 8, whatever other variant they might launch, unless they do the light variant, which I don't know if they're going to do it here or not. I think that the smartest thing would be to keep the 7T for another year and then just go hard with the price. I think it's going to be a great bargain if they do. That's one of the main reasons why I'm doing that after the buzz in the first place. Mm, fair enough. Yeah, the 7T is a, such a solid device. And if you are able to get one, it is a great deal for sure. Um, yeah. I, I just remember having my, I just had a bad taste in my mouth with the 7 Pro that I didn't do as many, as much content on the 7T as I probably should have ultimately. Um, but I do remember you getting that freaking, um, what was the, the, was it the, what, what's the one, the McLaren, the 7T Pro yeah. 5G McLaren? Yeah. <laughs> that one I wanted. <laughs> uh, and, and, the, and the video is over because the name is so long that we just spend all this time <laughs> saying it. But the thing, my, yeah. my biggest problem with that 7T Pro 5G McLaren is it was a T-Mobile exclusive. So exclusive that for me to get the phone, it was not through the typical channels where we go, you know, we, we go through OnePlus and we get the phone. No, we, it was a whole ordeal just to get T-Mobile <laughs> to send me that unit. And then I had to get another unit and they wouldn't send it to me unless I got conf confirmation that I could get the coverage. And it was just like, oh God. And then I, I need my phones to be unlocked because I travel so much. 
and mm. I, you know, I can't unlock that phone. And so for me, it's like, God, I really want to love you, and you look so cool, and I love how you perform, but I can't use you unless I'm in the States, and that's not my case right now. And so I, I recently did a comparison against the Ultra, did really well. I, I'm impressed. Like, I, you know, but the, it, are you getting so much more of a phone with the Ultra compared to that phone? No, not at all. It's a really good phone. Yeah, for sure. One final thing regarding iPhone-related content, I will say. Okay, I'm going to put a hot take out there. I know you're excited that iOS 14 might have widgets, but I'm going to say this real quick. Widgets are not going to work if there's no app drawer because why would you want all them widgets right next to every single icon that's in your phone? There are <laughs> folders, Mr. Vergara. There are folders. <laughs> there's so much work to put everything okay. in a folder. <laughs> a am I the only human that disables the app drawer on every phone that I can? I do. No way. I do. I can't do that. I just can't. You, you want to you, you know why? Because, like, I've noticed this on the Mac. If the if the app is not on my dock, I never use it. I never use it. If it's not on my dock, the dock has the apps that I use. And then mm -hmm. anything that's in the app drawer on the... Like if you buy a Mac right now and you activate it, the app drawer is not active by default. You have to drag the folder and create it manually because they've learned that people only end up hoarding apps in storage there. And it turns out that every single time that I restore a phone, I install 140 to 150 apps, and then I realize that I don't use them at all. Like, I just, I don't use them at all. There are so many apps that I have zero use for. And so I would rather have them organized, which is what I do. Like on every phone that I actively use, I have one folder for stores, one folder for creative, you know, every single app that we need for video. I have another folder for productivity, another folder for um, um, games, uh, another for uh, utilities, like another for finance, another for transportation, and there's Uber, Lyft, and all those apps within. Like, I, like for me, having an app drawer, there's only one benefit to it, and I like having it, don't get me wrong. Like, on the, on the Pixel, for me, it's useful. Whenever I need to find something, and, it's, and I wanna look for it uh, alphabetically. But then, you know, there are things, like in the case of OnePlus phones and the Pixel, we're searching for the app while typing, or the iPhone, which is the king of that. If you just drag down and search for the app, it's so quick that you end, you end up wasting more time scrolling down to find the frickin' icon. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, but that, yeah, that's just contrary to what, the way that I use uh, my phones. I do make a dock full of folders for my most used applications, but I prefer my home screens just clean, nothing on it. So yeah. in my head, I'm look in my head, I'm looking at this right now because I haven't organized it uh, recently, and I have all of these icons here, and I just imagine what if there was a widget next to that? I'm gonna go nuts. I'm not gonna like that at no. all. <laughs> no, because like for me, it would be ideal. Like here's the thing: if the the rumors are that these widgets are gonna look more like live tiles, um. And so, you know, you've got like the larger tile, you can choose the medium one, you can choose the small one or the icon, you can pick. So for me, if that, if that icon, that tile would end up being the app and it would have interactive ways for me to just provide me information that I, that I want at a glance, like the weather, like, you know, and then if I tap it, that's the app and then there's no icon for it. Like there's nothing for it. There's just that. Like if I want my Asana tasks 
And, and so imagine this, I would have like a screen for productivity where it would be mm -hmm. all my productivity folders at the bottom, like all the apps that I care about. And then it would be like my Asana task at the top. And then another pane would be like my daily thing. And so it would be weather and news. And then at the bottom, like the apps that I use mostly every day, Spotify, things like that. I don't think it's a bad idea. I do it with Android right now. Like with Android, that's the way I work. I have the clock mm -hmm. and the weather. I have my agenda and then the icons that I use most below it. That and dude, I rarely leave that pane. And then to the <laughs> left, then to the left, I'll have the four time zones that I care about, which I need at a glance. And then below it are the apps that I, that I use the least. And then to the right, it's my full calendar. And below it, it's like, you know, uh, all mostly like the apps that I actually use the most, like stores, uh, you know, stuff like that. And I just organize, like secure folders to the right. Like for me to the left, it's the one that I actually use the least. And then I love that you could have that Google feed at the left on most phones, <laughs> the ones I like. <laughs> And you can just, you know, <laughs> scroll down to the notifications that, that, that you like. By the way, that's really, saludos de Puerto Rico, saludos a ti también. Like, that's probably one of the main reasons why I liked that 7T Pro 5G McLaren. The, the, the T-Mobile variants required for the Google feed to be at the left. And that mm. for me is crazy useful. And so for me, if Apple gives me useful widgets instead of the icons, I'm sold. Like right now, the clock is actually working live on an iPhone. The calendar works live on an iPhone. I just, I, like for me, I can't replace Google Calendar for the Apple Calendar. I just can't. Like, it's completely useless to me. Uh, and so mm -hmm. I would, and I love that on iOS, you can now disable these apps. If you don't care about them, even if the, these are the Apple stock applications, you can switch them off. Okay, all right, fair enough. I do like that. I mean, the fact that they might be more like live tiles, I'm totally into that. Okay, so that actually covers the main topics that we had for this particular episode. I know that we were going to talk about, I know that we were going to try and do a Q&A, but considering we have so few people in the chat because people come in, they see the pixels, and then they leave, um, I imagine maybe, I mean, it's up to you, Jaime. Do you want to still try to do a Q&A, or do you think you want to leave it let's off Let's do it. Can you, can you scroll down the comments? I, I can, yes. Do it. Okay, let's we could do, do that. All right. All right, so to all of you out there, uh, go ahead and get your questions ready. Uh, and yeah, uh, I'm just for the audio podcast, just one last break. All right, so it's Q&A time here on the podcast. Again, uh, for those of you listening to the audio podcast, make sure you follow Pocket Now on Instagram because we do these IG Lives every week. Ideally, they would work every time, but apparently for this one, it wasn't that case. So we're going to do some Q&A with everybody who does stick around and have some questions for us. Did you find one, Jaime? Um, just scrolling down and... and uh, I saw it, what is your favorite launcher, and I here's here's my follow-up question. Do you still do third-party launchers? I haven't in no. a long time. No. <laughs> See? <laughs> no, I think that those are, those, you know, they, they were popular in their time, but, like, unless you have to put up with a launcher that you don't want to deal with, like, you know, ColorOS, for example, and you, you want to use a OnePlus, uh, sorry, a OnePlus, uh, an Oppo phone, then you can use Nova Launcher, which is probably the most granular. But I would say that my favorite launcher, oddly, hate me all you want, is One UI. <laughs> Um, and one UI mainly because 
There are things I like about it and things I don't. I love the 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 slide out pane with the shortcuts. I love mm. to do app pairs, and I love their widgets. Like for me, their their uh, uh, their um, uh, it's not their calendar, but it's actually their like agenda widget is so useful agenda, to yeah. me. I love it. Like for me, this would be my favorite launcher. I wish it were faster, and I wish that it would have uh, the Google feed. Uh, but you know, you could just have like the Google search icon. Uh, you could just have that Google search bar, and then if you tag, okay, so and then if you finally got a little bit of a connection issue with Hamia, but I'm sure he'll be coming back. He'll double check. I received the phone call. <laughs> this is oh, that's worse. what it was. <laughs> oh no, you're good. Worse. All right, cool. We're back into it. It didn't take long. Uh, but yeah, one UI. You said. Um, for me, that like it could be better, but it's good enough, I guess. Yeah, um, I would actually say okay. To just just to defend ColorOS a little bit, I was there when ColorOS was first uh, introduced. Same. It was. Uh, weren't, weren't, weren't we weren't we in Beijing when it was announced? I think it was. Yeah, I think that was the time. Um, like find like it was with the motorized camera one, the the N three or something like that. Yes. And, yes. No. We were in Beijing. No. Wait. Then that was Singapore. That was that's, Singapore. That's, that's that's when you and I met. That's the one. That was yeah. It was Singapore when we met. That okay. So when you look back on that version of ColorOS, I agree. Holy crap! The worst. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's not that it was the worst. It was trying to mimic the iPhone so badly it failed. That's true. Uh, ColorOS now though, I'm okay with it. I'm good with it. It's it's better than it used to be. I have to say, the yeah. only one that I I feel like, and this is going to go back to the same conversation we just had, but the only one that I am not the biggest fan of right now, for one particular reason that we just talked about, is MIUI because MIUI doesn't have an app drawer, so <laughs> uh, that's what I want. No, for me, MIUI is just it tries to reinvent the wheel in a couple of of things. Like I remember when we had like the buttons at the bottom. And they were actually, people don't give credit. Xiaomi was the first company to do what the Pixel does right now, where you slide from the right or left, and it'll, it's like the back button with a right or left slide. Mm. That came up with the Mi Mix 2, the Mi Mix 2S. That was the first phone to have that. And then Huawei implemented it with their P30 Pro, and now we have it on, you know, on Android 10 as part of the gestures. People don't give enough credit to, to Xiaomi for all their innovation. Uh, you know they were yeah, the, you know agree. they they made they made the non bezel you know uh, uh, more ubiquitous like it's it's crazy but uh, I don't know I I that would be me uh, what other question do you have uh, scrolling down um, there's a lot of stuff here oh okay someone did ask about the Mi Mix Alpha we want to we haven't Ugh, we <laughs> tried it. Yeah, uh, and I don't, I don't, I don't think we're going to be flying to China anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, let's see. Uh, we can't really, we can't, we don't, we have no idea what the Note Twenty is going to be like, guys. Come on, we're not Forbes. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we don't. We're not all Sick about them burn. rumors like that. <laughs> Sick burn. Um, someone asked if I did try the vlog mode on the Mi Ten Pro. What was the last Mi Note Ten? Was the one that I used it on that was a great time. The vlog mode is great. And I did a real-world camera test using that phone over on JV, over on my channel. You should check it out. The vlog mode is really nice. I will admit, though, um, one thing I forgot to mention earlier, that vlog mode is inspired by GoPro and DJI because they're the ones who had in their app that you download in Android for the drones or the GoPros or whatnot, they're the ones who kind of started that, like, um, 
uh, what's the term? Like the easy editor uh, in order to make those quick highlight reels. So, but they did a good job with it. So Xiaomi did a great job with it. Oh, and the other thing too, Xiaomi just just throw us a bone one of these days. The next time you bring, the next time you send us a phone, can you just have the watermark turned off by default? On the oh camera? God. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we did that trip to Shanghai with them and, and we were using that Mimix 2S, uh, which, by the way, my father is using right now and loves to death. He loves one. that like phone. That. Uh, and yeah, I'm like, wow, how can we switch that off? Like, they've been doing that for a while. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What do oh you expect God. from the Pixel 4a lineup this year? I mean, 399 That's all I want to see. That's all I want to see is a 399 price. No, uh, no, no. Have you seen the leaks of that phone? That thing literally looks like... I'm trying to think of what's the ugliest product we've seen lately. Oh, that, that was another <laughs> Pixel. That was the Pixel 3. <laughs> <laughs> I should oh look again. God. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm like, listen, I, I don't get it. Like, it. like, Google hired all these people from HTC. Um, and dude, like you remember the one M eight, like the one M seven, like, like these were such beautiful phones. They came up with the touch diamond for Christ's sake. What on earth are you guys doing lately? Where is your design team? Are they, are they on hiatus or did they stay with HTC or WTF? Like, why are your phones so ugly lately? Like, I can't say that the Pixel 4 XL is an ugly phone, but it's polarizing. It's it's not yeah. a phone that everybody likes. Like, I like it from the back. I hate it from the front. Mm, fair enough. Um, oh, my, <laughs> oh, oh my God. The, Issa, so Isa would say the opposite. She actually hates the design of the Pixel 4 XL. Um, I remember oh. she did a whole video saying she hated it. So, yeah, you're right. Polarizing for sure. I'm oh, looking at let, the, the leaked box renders of the Pixel 4a, and I will admit, like, it looks like a cheap phone. It just looks like a cheap phone. It looks like a cheap phone. It looks like usually that's the problem. You know, every single time that we've seen so many uh, leaked dummy phones from the iPhone and everything, and then when we end up seeing the final product, it's like, whoa, <laughs> that actually doesn't look bad at all um but all right that's that's in the case of of pixel like there this is not part of the q a but before i forget because it's something that we just threw in last minute for the daily did you see the news that apparently that microsoft surface duo is not going to launch anymore what why yeah yeah well i did not see that yet we're gonna have to look uh, into it uh i'm yeah. actually gonna i'm actually gonna I'm not um, Hold on, let me see, because uh, I have... I'm not going to type it, because like I said again, I have like the loudest keyboard of all time. Microsoft so gonna... <laughs> won't release the Surface Neo dual-screen PC later this year. Uh, oh, so it's the Surface Neo, but it's this dual the dual-screen PC. It might not necessarily be the Duo. But yeah, dude, oh, these okay. are like weird These are like weird times in tech. Like, I don't, we don't mm -hmm. know what to expect right now. Like, we just, yeah. we just, we just closed the, like a planning conference call, like about a couple of hours ago. And it's like, so what's the plan for the next six months? I'm like, I don't think the U.S. government has a plan right now. I don't think, <laughs> which, which, that, which means that I don't think my government or anybody's like, right now, this has caught everybody with their pants down. Like, Indeed. I don't know, I don't know what to make of anything right now. And you know what? Just to just not since you mentioned it, technically, in three days on Easter Sunday was when the economy was supposed to reopen, right? No. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's see. You know, right right now, I, I guess I, I have to nail on that point again. We need 
um, companies to be creative right now. Right now is not the time. Like if I were if I were the CEO of any company, and I used to provide, I used to uh, do uh, consulting for an airline, and we actually had a call, like you know, just a friendship call. They actually helped me figure out a way to fly my son home. He was stuck in Miami for school. And, uh, you know, they asked me, like, what do you think we should do? And I'm like, well, think about it. You've got all these days with all this inventory not moved. What are you going to do? Right now, the economy is not necessarily going to be at its best. So why don't you try to, you know, fly for cash flow, figure out a way to remain operational, to keep people with their jobs? Because people, like the last thing people need right now in, in, in this situation is to lose their jobs. So... Mm -hmm. operate at whatever capacity you can and put your plane tickets in order to cover your costs and cover your losses but just fly as much as you can people need that right now people need a boost and and it's not just for for jobs it's like right now dude restaurants everything people like like i know people for for everybody that complained about weekend for mondays and not being able to go back to work i think everybody wants to go back to work right now yeah that is yeah i mean you know but but here but here's the thing like it's not just about the economy do i agree with everything that's happened dude the more i learn about this virus the more i realize everything that's being done even if late is exactly what had to be done there was no Mm -hmm. other way to deal with this so I, I am all for everything that's being done, even if late. I'm just, I'm not all for, you know, those, uh, those politicians that decide to make this about them and not about what's the right thing to do. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, come on. It's, there are some very common sense things that we all have to keep in mind. Um, and step one is stay home. So that's home. like the main thing. That's the reason stay why um, anybody who follows me on social media, that's the reason why I had my freak out last week. It might be part of the reason why I had my freak out last week because I did go out last week. I went I went out for errands. It wasn't even, for, it wasn't non-essential. But at the same time, I come home and I, I, I bet you there was a lot of anxiety about like, oh, you know, did I do everything right? So no, and one, one thing that I've been, that I've done, like for example, I only go to the supermarket once a week. Once. Mm-hmm. Um... And, you know, I've, it's, I, I like that the, my, my country has been doing a really good job at, like, you go into the supermarket, they'll give you gloves, it's mandatory for you to wear a mask, and they'll literally disinfect you on the way in and on the way out. Like, mm-hmm. they've got, like, even the mat, like, the wet mat, they've got, they'll give you the, the gloves right there that are disposable. They'll once you put on the gloves, they'll 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 apply you know the 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 disinfectant. I like that. Like, dude, like I want to keep my grandfather healthy. I want to keep my father healthy, regardless if I'm not if like if my possibilities are are better than theirs. I want to keep them healthy. Like right now, we were yeah. talking with with you know with Anton, who's our who's our editor in chief, and he's like, no, dude, I want to go see my parents, but you know, I want to keep them healthy as well. So I I think I should not. Um, and I think that that's the smart thing to do, guys. Like, until this, this gets better, it's the smart thing to do. Like, we, we need to protect our loved ones. And this is the reason why we're doing this. But then, you know, once this is all over, companies need to be smart about their products. Because we need, like, we all need the economy, the economy to get back running. But we also need to be conscious, conscious of the, the toll that everybody's taken right now. And so right now, trust me, your iPhone 11 Pros, those things are not going to sell. Launching an iPad Pro right now, I think that that was a mistake. That's that's my my opinion. 
I've heard that I've heard that thrown around a little bit. Um, have you yeah. have you have you heard about the five G Corona conspiracy theory? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I okay. So as we're ending this episode, I do want to say that eventually I want to talk about it, but. We're not gonna we're not gonna dive into any of that without proper research and without anything else. Well, obviously, I, I'm gonna say this without any research whatsoever. What's the difference between 5G and 4G? It's the same. Yeah, the, it's it's a different frequency of the same microwave that we've been mm -hmm. using for how many years? Come yeah. on, guys, we're smarter than I, that. Uh, exactly. That's what I like. If if I were to give the hot take, it's it's basically fear mongering, and it's just the unknown right now. And I get that people get scared about that kind of stuff. But I would like to present it in the factual manner that research provides, rather than just getting onto something like this and just going, "Oh no, it's not true." Blah blah blah. I don't think I. I I support 5G. I don't think that 5G and Corona even have a connection. Obviously not. And anybody out there who's actually torching down 5G towers, like as Philly D would say, don't be stupid, stupid. Wait, <laughs> and, 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 the, and the biggest problem is, do you really know what you're torching down? Because these 5G towers are actually the same 4G towers. Like, what, what exactly do you think? It's just a note on top of the other. It's literally the same tower. You are blocking your communication. If you think that 5G is giving this to you, then you're wrong. And we've got 25 seconds to hang up this live stream. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> I knew that the hour was coming up. So in any case, we'll go ahead and call it on this one. I'll get right into the outro and we're all good to go. So thanks everybody <laughs> for hanging out. Dude, thank you for doing this. Good to see you again. Yeah. Yeah. Same Stay safe, buddy. Bye-bye. Follow Jaime Rivera on all social media. He is found on Twitter at Jaime underscore Rivera and then found at Jaime Rivera on Instagram. You can follow me on social media as well. Uh, I am found at JVTechT on both Instagram and Twitter. You know me, I'm JV, I love tech and I love to drink me some tea. From there, you can follow Pocket Now all over the place. It's obviously at Pocket Now on Twitter and Instagram. And then don't forget to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Hit that bell over on the side because there are videos coming up pretty much every single day and you might want to keep up with all of the great releases that are slated to happen in the next month or so even though we are in this quarantine era the world of tech continues to keep moving our theme music and the interludes are done by an artist named Pinevok in an album called Cell Division Music for Smartphones the music for the intro is called Smartphone while the music for the interludes is called App Store and from there, we're going to go ahead and call it on this episode of the podcast. Look forward to our episode next week. A bit of a teaser for you. I have scheduled for next week Mr. Mobile himself, Michael Fisher. So make sure you stay tuned for our Instagram live broadcast, but also the actual audio podcast here in your podcasting app. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you in our next episode. <laughs>